Hey, what's up, everybody? I had my friend John on last night to talk some week one NFL spread picks, and we had a good time, and the segment is right here. I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome into the studio, everybody, with my man, John Don from Stratford, Connecticut. (laughs) How we doing, brother? Doing well, doing well. Pretty excited for the uh, football season starting Thursday night. Big game in Carolina. Sadly, I won't be there, but... uh... I'll be there at heart, so that's all that matters. There you go. Uh, we're going to be talking some week one NFL game lines, and we're going to waste absolutely no time with the king of Stratford, Connecticut himself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dallas is at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay minus 8.5. Who are we liking there, brother? So they got it at 8.5. I was honestly very, very high on Dallas um, with Zach Martin playing. I felt like... Usually the first game of the year, especially a Thursday night game, it's typically close. Um, so it's something that before the Zach Martin injury, I liked them. I still think I'm going to ride with them. Definitely worried a little bit about the Bucks D-line causing havoc. But um, I can see the game being about 35-20 and then just a backdoor cover by the uh, by the Cowboys with about in a two-minute drill. Yeah. So I could see that happening. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think that um, eight and a half is actually... A really big line, especially when we haven't seen either of these two teams play a snap of football. Um, with Dak Prescott back opening night, I don't know. I, I am taking Dallas plus eight and a half uh, for sure. How about you? Definitely taking Dallas. Dallas, yeah, Dallas yeah. plus eight and a half. Going Dallas. Um, but I could definitely see Tampa Bay coming out and just absolutely waxing. Oh, just killing them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like doubt Tom Brady. so seeing it'd be 45 to 10. Yeah. yeah easily. Yeah. Um, but I think Dak and Zeke and the boys definitely have something to prove this year. Yeah. And I like Dallas plus eight and a half all day long. All right. Dallas, Tampa Bay over under is 52. That seems pretty high to me. I think I like the under there. For the Dallas game? For the yeah. Dallas game. Depends. Uh, That's two high-powered offenses, two. though. It really depends if Dallas... It all depends on Dallas, to be honest. You know Tampa's going to put up points. Right. It just... Can Dallas put up points? Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I could see it being even a score of... I know this is going to sound you know, stupid, because I just said I could see Dallas covering, but I, like I said before, I could see it being like a 35-14 to 14 game, mm. 49 points scored, and then Dallas just getting... getting dominated so i really don't know i'd probably honestly go with the under two though it's a lot of points mm. that dallas defense last year was one of the worst we've ever yeah. seen in football yeah um but cd lamb and amari cooper man they are yeah. they are beastly philadelphia going to atlanta atlanta getting three and a half points no actually atlanta giving three and a half points and i've actually gone back and forth on this one yeah but i think i like the falcons i think i yeah. like the falcons i'm not a believer in jalen hurts um Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, obviously the most decadent rookie tight end that we've ever seen. Rookie prospect going to be insane. But um, for me, it's all about Atlanta's defense because they were really bad last year. Um, If they could tighten those holes up, uh, I'm not a believer in Jalen Hurts or Philadelphia at all. I think I'm going to take Atlanta minus three and a half. Yeah, I think I'm going to back them up there too. Um, I know that Philly has a new coach. I'm not a big guy on Miles Sanders. I don't think Hurts is that great. Agreed. Don't think they really did much to re- improve their receiving game. I know they got Devonta Smith, but he hasn't really proved much to me yet. He's a rookie. Obviously, he's a yeah. rookie, yeah. but um, he didn't really do much crazy in the you know training camp. Jalen Rager's unlike, terrible. Unlike uh, <laughs> Elijah Moore. But, um, yeah. you know, I really do think that Calvin Ridley is going to have a field day. I, I genuinely think he might go off for 200 yards. I know mm. that's, that's definitely bold, but... Hey. I like uh, Atlanta minus three and a half and the over, over 48. I think I'm going to go with the under there, but not too confident in it. 
honestly, I could see that one going either way. Uh, <clears throat> like I said before, I'm hammering the over there. The both secondaries are just horrible, horrible. So oh, really, for the Falcons, yeah, 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 yeah. And the Eagles secondary is not great. I know they got rid of Jalen Mills to the Pats, so we'll see. Jalen Mills probably was a good thing they got rid of him. Yeah, that's definitely a wait and see. All right, next one, Pittsburgh. Maybe the biggest team question mark of the NFL season is getting six and a half on the road traveling up to Buffalo. I am a big believer in Pittsburgh, but only to a T. That offensive line is absolutely terrible, and Big Ben's elbow needs to hold up big time. Um, I think Buffalo is definitely a team that could take a step forward this year, but I don't know. Week one can be fluky sometimes. I think I'm going to leave Pittsburgh here. So honestly, as much as it pains me to say, uh, I think with the addition of Gregory Rousseau on their D-line, uh, it's definitely going to, you know, give Big Ben a lot of problems. I think that the fact that they kept Brian Dable in-house, uh, I don't yes. really see much regression on that offense. Mm-hmm. I think Singletary's going to have a pretty solid year. Um, as much as it pains me to say as well as a Jets fan, I don't, I just don't really see how Josh Allen's going to regress. And with the game being in Buffalo, I'm going to take the points and go six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on this uh, over-under? I think I'm going the under 48 and a half right here. I just think that both defenses are pretty solid, and that just kind of seems like a matchup where yeah. there's not going to be a lot of points scored. I can see 24-21 final, and somebody yeah. somebody, somebody uh, you know, winning in the last second. Totally. Yeah, I agree. I like the under there, too. Um, I could see in week 14, we look back, and these two defenses are like top five. Yeah. Just like they're that good. They have all pros all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the under there, too. Um, but that is a game that I'm definitely tuning into. I can't yeah. wait to watch Buffalo play percent. Pittsburgh. Uh, I have Najee Harris in both leagues. Do you, where are you drafting? Uh, 11th and the third round of the Superflex. Uh, I wish, dude. I got I had the fourth pick in both my 12-mans. Or no, I had a fourth pick in my 10-man. Fourth pick of my 12, man. And I went Aaron Jones in PPR leagues. Just, That's not bad, though. I'm just not big on... I know it's going to sound dumb, but Derrick Henry's a stud, but I like guys that catch the ball. Yeah. And Nick Chubb's a stud, but he has a shared backfield. With the Packers getting rid of Jamal Williams, that mm-hmm. offense is just very good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just go... I think Jones just has a very high floor. Yeah. You know, he might not be the sexy pick there, but I just like the guy who I know is going to get catches, and we'll see. And he stays healthy, typically. So. Yeah. He's been a top five running back the last two seasons. Yeah. So, so I was like, I'd rather just go with the safe. Take safe it. Floor, exactly. Yeah. All right. We got Minnesota traveling to Cincinnati. Yawn. <laughs> Cincinnati plus three and a half. Um, the Vikings are a team, John, <laughs> that I think yeah. are going to be right back on the map, just like the Niners last year. I think last year was a bit of a fluke. I'm not the biggest believer in Kirk Cousins, but no, I, I think that... The Cincinnati Bengals defense could be so bad that yeah. it is just... That's why I love Cincinnati skills players for fantasy this year. But obviously, we're talking the lines right now. I think that Minnesota covers the three and a half all day long. Yeah. That's actually one of my uh, top three spreads. Best bets? Yeah, it's one of my top three best bets. Nice. Very confident in that. I think that if this game was in Minnesota, I think it honestly might be like a minus six and a half spread. Yeah, I think I that's think almost so a lock. It's just... Yep. I don't really think it matters for a team like Cincinnati who's so young, and I don't think that the Bengals' home field advantage is anything crazy. This no. game was in Seattle. Seattle was struggling. Right. Maybe I'd give Seattle some credit there, but I don't really think the Bengals' stadium is uh, is doing much to throw uh, throw the Vikings off their game. I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a field day. Yeah, all and, day. And uh, oh with gosh. the loss of Carl Lawson, I just don't really see that defense causing any, any pressure on Kirk. I think he's going to throw all day there. They still have Jefferson and Thielen, both healthy. 
I know they lost Herb Smith, but Chris Herndon's decent enough to have a, somewhat of a good day against mm-hmm. them too. So I, agree. I definitely think they're. I think they're going to smoke them. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, the the jungle they used to call it back when Cincinnati was good. They did have a little bit. of When they were good, yeah, but yeah. it's been dead for a while. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know what they were doing <laughs> drafting Jamar Chase. I know Penny I know. has been struggling in the preseason, but anybody that knows football knows that when you invest a pick in a young quarterback like that. Before you get him weapons, you got to protect him. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see how that plays out, but I, I wasn't I wasn't in love with that idea. I agree. The over under is set at forty seven and a half. Uh, that's one that I don't feel too confident in either way. But I would probably just go the over because I think that both offenses are pretty high powered, and like yeah. I said, the Bengals defense is a high school defense. So. Yeah, I fully agree. <laughs> I'm taking the over on that too, uh, slightly because I have Joe Mixon in my twelve man. Uh, Let's go. I'm one of those dudes who took the risk. Me too. I so love Joe Mixon. Mixon. I don't love him, but it's where the it's where the board fell. <laughs> so it was either wait wait and get David Montgomery, or just take Mixon. And I was like, all right, too much upside there. So let's let's hope he stays healthy and he has a decent year. You're gonna be rewarded, bro. I promise. I'm, so, a, I'm a Joe Mixon truth. Are you? I love Joe Mixon. <sighs> Top five running back this year. <laughs> Talent's there, but yeah, their offensive line is like that's the, very bad the thing. Yeah. Um, Right, we have San Francisco going to Detroit. Detroit plus seven and a half at home. And if San Francisco looks anything like they should when they're healthy, I think that minus seven and a half is a gimme. That's free money. Yeah. See, I'm going to go the opposite here. Really? Yeah. I, I think that Detroit's going to be horrible all year. I think yes. they're going to be one of the bottom, I don't know about bottom three, but bottom five teams in the league. Mm. I think their coach is just one of those football guys who talks the talk. But I think he's just like, I don't know if he's really a great coach. I think he's just one of those dudes who gives good interviews and press conferences. Not really sold on him at all. Um, just a side note, though. Anybody listening, I would draft TJ Hawkinson. I know this episode's going to come out a little late before when drafts are already done. But if you're you know doing a late league, I would definitely say TJ Hawkinson's a great value in all leagues. I have him in most of my leagues. Any league I can grab him in. It's going to be Goff's uh, number one guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying he's going to probably exceed over 100 targets at least this year. So mm-hmm. I think if Hawkinson can have a day um, and Detroit can run the ball with Swift, who's supposed to have a solid year this year, I think they can compete enough to uh, to uh, you know compete with the Niners. Because I know last year, week one, the, the Jags beat the Colts and then didn't win a game for about 15 weeks. Or No, they didn't win a game the rest of the year. They didn't year. win a game the rest of the year. Yeah, so, yeah, yep. so 15 regular season games, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I got Detroit. It's definitely. I'm sure Vegas. The the action is all on the Niners. So I like taking uh, what other people aren't because, as everybody knows, Vegas usually uh, usually wins at the end of the day. They do, man. You zig so, when everyone else zags. Exactly. I I can totally see it. You know where the Niners are up fourteen. Yeah. And Detroit scores a touchdown with a minute left. Yeah, some and, bolt. Yeah, back some BS, some Vegas BS. Totally, dude. And, and it's week one. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the uh, 45 uh, over-under? Um, I think that that's so low because Detroit's offense, I think, will be so bad. Yeah. Um, and the Niners' defense is probably going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's one where... You know, you look at it and you think low over under, I'm taking the over, but I'm actually going to go under because I don't feel that Detroit is going to put up enough points to cover that over. My prediction for that game is 24-17. That's close, so bro. I have the Lions covering, right. and then I have the under there, so right. it'll be 41 points. Yeah, I like the under there, too. Yeah, I think yep. I, I don't, don't see them scoring more than 45 points. 
Unless the <laughs> I Niners, just... I could see the Niners walking in and, and like forty-five sevening them. Really? That it, dude. I think Detroit's gonna be the worst team in the league. Like yeah. no question. Yeah, they might even score some defensive touchdowns. Yeah, golf is so horrible. Too. Yeah, golf is terrible. Horrible. I mean, yeah. their number one target is Amon Ra St. Brown. That's bad. Tyrell Williams. Like those are the yeah, two top. That's, receivers. that's like, not promising at I all. Can't do it for that's me. why I like Hawkinson so much. Yeah. Yep. I think he's gonna. Hopefully, they don't double cover a tight end though. He mm. probably will. I mean, he's he's really good. Like you said, yeah. um, he could definitely be a guy where we look next year, and he's the top three, top four tight end. I think it's crazy that they have Kyle Pitts, who never played a game, yeah. ranked ahead of pocket. I agree. I don't have. Kyle I never would touch Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might end up being disgusting, but I'd rather just take. I like picking the guy so I know I've been there before. I don't really like taking rookies unless they're running backs mm-hmm. in fantasy. That's the problem with Kyle Pitts is you're buying him at his ceiling. Yeah, like literally you're expecting him. To no, break you are. Out. I just, that's not what I wanted to take. No, not at all. Um, we got Seattle going to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is plus two and a half at home. And I think that Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf this year are going to make some sweet, sweet magic. Yeah. I, I don't know about Carson Wentz. I think that he's going to have a bounce back here. But um, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, give me Seattle minus two and a half all day long on the road. Yeah, so I'm definitely in agreement there. I got Seattle minus two and a half, and I'm a big, uh, I do like to gamble. Uh, I'm a big money line guy, so I know on Sunday I won't be doing the minus two and a half, just because I could see them win this game freaking 21-20 or something. Yeah, They'll probably yeah. score more points. Yeah. But I just hate losing because of some st- stupid freak. I hate, I'm just not a big fan of spreads. I just money line. This way I don't have to worry about any dumb crap. Somebody misses a PAT. <laughs> just give me minus 145, and I really, that's one of my top bets as well. I like it. Yeah, I, I can totally see this game being like the week one Seattle game where like they win 35-34. Like yeah. that, that weird fluky thing. Yeah, that it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my yeah. opinion. What are your thoughts on the over-under 50? <sighs> over-under 50? I like the over there. Yeah. I do. I love the over there. I know that Seattle has this uh, safety was pretty horrible. Um, <laughs> I heard a team in New York got two firsts for him. That's what I heard too. So um, <laughs> definitely taking the over. That guy can't cover... Uh, a guy can't cover anybody, to be honest. So uh, The highest paid safety in the league can't cover. <laughs> that dude's a bum. But, uh, yeah, I'm going over 50 on that one for sure. All right. Arizona traveling to Tennessee. Tennessee is minus three and a half at home. And the poor Cardinals, John, are stuck in the NFC West with the... I'm not sold on them at all this year. I, I'm not either, but I, I think they're going to come in fourth behind the Niners, Seahawks, and Rams. Yeah. And that's just so brutal because, like... I just don't think... I don't know. I don't. I, I had Kyler last year for a while. He lit it up. Yeah, he hurt his AC joint, and that made him, you know, obviously took away his running game and took away a lot of versatility. Mm-hmm. But I could just see people figuring out Kingsbury's offense. Oh, me too. I don't know what it is. I just, like, something in my gut is just telling me that they're not going to be great. And I... I do have a prop bet on the Titans to win the, uh, to win the, what are they in the AFC South? AFC South. I have a prop bet. I got them at minus 120 before the, uh, right when Julio Jones got traded a minute after I put 100 on it. Nice. I think they're at like minus 180 now. Nice. To win the division. Yep. So, I It's not going to be Jacksonville or Houston. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, a two-man yeah. race and right. I'll bet against Carson Wentz any day of the week. Mm. So, we'll see. I, you know... The problem with Kyler Murray is I, I've literally watched games where he scrambles out of the pocket because he can't see over the line. Yeah. And so if defensive coordinators can take away his running game, yeah. there's going to be some major problems. He has an arm, but he misses a lot of throws. Yeah. Like, I watched a lot of Cardinals games last year because um, I legally purchased Sunday ticket. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he just, I don't know, he misses a lot of throws. And besides D-Hop, uh, I mean, 
everyone you people could talk about AJ Green if they want to. I, that doesn't impress me at all. Like that no. AJ Green signing does nothing for me. So washed. Does nothing for me so at all. You probably bro. heard his get turf toe. Yeah. <laughs> by week two, so that does nothing for me. Christian Kirk is Walmart Tyree kill. Yes. So and Andy Isabella, the receiver who went two picks before DK Metcalf out of UMass. Yeah. How about that? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not sold on him. Chase Edmonds is decent. They got dead James Conner. I'm. I'm, I'm, You're out I'm, on the Cardinals. I'm out on the like. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I just think they're like, I was big on them last year, and then didn't they kind of fluke it? Did they make, did they make the playoffs? No, no they, they played the Rams missed. in a playing game, kind of uh, like a playoff, like week seventeen, get in, do yeah. or die, yep. and they folded against fucking John Wolford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. come on. That's true. Um, I think that New Hopkins would be the only guy that I would be interested in owning in fantasy. Uh, in fantasy, yeah. Yeah, I'd even take. I didn't take Edmonds in any late rounds. Uh, I could have. You know, just for running back depth, but I opted um, with Fournette over Edmonds just because I know there's a shared backfield it's there. Old. It is, but like I just trust. Like I think the Bucks score a lot of points, and they if you watch the playoff run last year, like they love Fournette. I'm yeah. not saying he's going to be a stud, but my running backs are McCaffrey and uh, Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. my biggest 12 man. Mm-hmm. So God forbid Jacobs sucks, and I have to <laughs> throw Fournette in there. Hopefully McCaffrey scores 30 and. Fournette can get me 10. Covers you up. Yeah, Yeah, so it is what it is. So I like Arizona plus 3.5. Sounds like you're taking Tennessee minus 3.5. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. All day. Hammering Tennessee there. Cool. So I believe the over-under is set at 52. Wow. Um, That is really high. Um, Whenever lines are that high, I think they typically hit. You know what I mean? I can see like even like 30 to 24. That wins you. That wins it. I can mm, so see that. Yeah. And that would get me enough to cover Tennessee. So I, I would definitely take the over there. Take the over. I think I'm going under there just because any anytime that over-unders go above 51, I get a little nervous. But I, yeah. I can see it going both ways because both offenses are very high-powered, in theory at least. Yeah. I, I think Arizona is not going to do good, especially because that division is just so, so good. You're playing <laughs> possibly six playoff teams. Yeah, maybe the three best playoff teams in the NFC. Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. loaded. Um, so poor Arizona. Uh, I don't know any yeah. Cardinals fans. You any Cardinals fans? Uh, not many. I like the I like the Cardinals though because I like Kyler Murray. I like D Hop a lot. I think their uniforms are tough. Yeah, but I'm just not sold on them this no, year. No, me neither. I, I think I think they're gonna regress. Yeah. Uh, so, John, man, it's time to discuss. <laughs> it's time to discuss the game of games. <sighs> the New York Jets traveling to Sam Darnold's Carolina Panthers. Carolina so. getting giving five and a half. Carolina minus five and a half at home. And um, I, because of the Carolina Panthers' skills positions, am going to take the five and a half. I think that Sam Darnold comes out and just absolutely slings it. I think that Zach Wilson, the betters, I feel like are going to take the five and a half because it's the the quarterback that they haven't seen. You know, they're hearing all these things yeah. about Zach Wilson. But I yeah. think that week one, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Carolina are just going to light up the Jets, obviously – I have an opinion that you probably yeah, feel different. No, of course. <laughs> I try not to be a biased Jets fan, but um. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When the news of the Panthers' right guard getting Corona and being out, uh, the X factor for the game, um, Carolina's offensive line is bad. It's very bad. Um, as somebody who's seen Sam Donald every single pass attempt his last freaking three years of his career, I know that he's not that good under pressure. But he's very Jekyll and Hyde. He can look like freaking Mahomes one day, or he could look like Ryan Leaf. Yeah. yeah. So it really, it all depends what Sam Darnold comes out. Um, 
If you get them shaken up and, you know, we could take advantage of their line being hurt. I'm telling you right now, if Carl, Carl Lawson didn't tear his Achilles, I'm hammering the Jets' money line here. Um, I really, I think the Jets will cover five and a half. I think they, I think they do ultimately lose this game, sadly. Um, I think the final score is going to be 24-20 Carolina. Mm. And uh, I think Zach Wilson has a pretty good debut. I don't think Carolina's secondary is great. I know they drafted Jace Horn. He might get him once. But, um, you know, I, I do think it's going to be close. But, yeah, like like he was saying, the weapons on Carolina, we have no secondary. So we're not going to be able to sack Darnold every time. So when he gets even a second of, of you know, free time in the pocket, he could throw on the run. It's going to be it's gonna be a long day for our defense. Who's the Jets running back to own, would you say? None. Fantasy. I wouldn't own any of them in fantasy. Yeah. Everybody was big on Michael Carter. Uh, the kid out of UNC. We I think we took him like 107. Mm-hmm. He's good, but they like Ty Johnson a lot. They signed Tevin Coleman in the offseason. And if anybody that's watched San Fran last year knows that, they just, same kind of offense that we yeah. run. It's just running back by committee. Roulette, yeah. Nobody, whoever has the hot hand, I wouldn't I wouldn't start a single one of them. Right. Um, so the over-under is set at 45. I'm going to take the over there. Hammering the over. Yeah. I think they're underestimating. I know I'm a Jets fan, so... Obviously, I'm going to say this, but the Jets' offense is going to be sneaky. Not, I'm not going to say they're going to be sneaky good, but they're going to be better than people expect. It'll be all right, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Corey Davis is, is pretty solid. He had 970 yards last year in 14 games in a pretty run-heavy offense. So I do think with the 17th game this year, if he plays all 17, I think he's a lock for 1,000 yards. Mm. Elijah I, Moore. I, Elijah Moore, we'll see what he does in the regular season, but he's definitely a weapon. That um, he's going to overtake Crowder. I could see them trading Crowder in the regular season for hopefully a tight end replacement. We're starting Tyler Croft right now. That's tough. That is tough. <laughs> that is tough. But yeah, I would hammer the over. I actually like that bet a lot. You like the over? Yeah, over I like 45? the over a lot. Nice. So we have the Chargers, Mr. Justin Herbert, traveling to play the football team in Washington. Washington is minus one point. And I think that people are going to remember... Justin Herbert from last year and bet big money on the Chargers. I'm going to go contrarian and take Fitzmagic. Uh, last time we saw him play for the Dolphins, he was pretty dang good. Obviously, as a Jets fan, you have memories of him too. Yeah, I like speaking on that. Uh, the Dolphins were the first team to create relief, the relief quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Whenever Tua would struggle, um, you know, Big Fitz had to come in and save the day for his little bro. So I, re- I respect the Dolphins for innovating the game of football for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, but, they're, um, they're relief pitcher. <laughs> I always say that to Cookie, and one of my best friends, Quinn, is a Dolphins fan. Plug him. So yeah. Shout out. Quinn and Cookie, Tua throws ducks. Nah, he's, out there. he's coming this year. All right, we'll, we'll get to the Dolphins. We'll get to the Dolphins. But uh, I think that Terry McLaurin... He's one of the best young receivers in the game. He's my receiver one in my in my biggest league. Yeah, he's sick. Um, yeah. Antonio Gibson is a baller, too. Yeah. I think Washington, I, I know that the hype train is, like, leaving the station. There's so many people on it. But I really do think Washington is the best team in that division. I think that they could beat the Cowboys out for that. So do I. I like their, their prop bet for the division a lot. I saw something uh, the other day that Dallas has been favored to win the division, like, it might have been like seven times in the last fifteen years, mm-hmm. and they've lost. They haven't. They've won it like once, and they didn't. In like the six times they were the favorites, or the seven out of the seven times they were the favorite to win the division, they didn't win it six times. And they won it once. So I wouldn't. That's not something I want to bet on. I mm. think people are talking about. Oh, Fitz never made the playoffs. This and that, but people forget. In twenty fifteen, he was ten and five on the Jets. Yep. They went into Buffalo week seventeen. Should have won that game. And he threw three picks in the second half, and they choked it. And they, they almost won on the last drive. 
So he's put together good seasons before. Like he played very well with the, with the Finns last year. Mm-hmm. But besides the Jets and the Dolphins, he hasn't really been dealt a good hand. So yeah. this might be one of the best situations he's ever been in. Definitely probably the best defense. Oh my um, gosh, he's yeah. ever been in. This no. Washington defense mm-hmm. is scary. I'm very excited to see both these teams because it's a great offense against a really great defense. Yes, yes. So I think this might be the game of the week. To be honest, I think Washington's defense is absolutely loaded. Same. Who's their corners? Um. Oh, I actually, I don't know. But I think I can't even name them off the top of my head, but I know they have pretty solid young corners. Their front seven is sick too. Yeah, who needs who needs good corners when you have that deal? Right. Uh, I think that the the thing that could come into play here is that the Chargers defense last year. I know that they have uh, James and Bosa back, but their yeah. defense was awful, horrible, and horrible. They, they had maybe the worst offensive line in the NFL last year. So I think that people are going to see the free points. Actually, I think it's a half a point is the spread. Uh, yeah. Right now, but I think that people are going to think about Justin Herbert and those luscious locks, and they're gonna so you're going to Washington. I'm going Washington. So I'm going to touch on the O line point. I do agree with that, but um, they they actually signed uh, All Pro center Corey Lindsley from the Packers. Oh, they which, did. They yeah. did. They did. And then they drafted uh, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Yes, who was actually had a pretty good camp. They said he dominated um, Bosa in camp. Mm. So obviously that's pretty promising. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. Um, I have Herbert and Allen in my fantasy league, so I'm just gonna go with uh, <laughs> with the Chargers and hope they have a field day. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen is one of the best route runners in the game. Man. We have the over under of that game at 44 and a half. Who do you have there? I like the over there. I like the over. Um, I think that both offenses are going to come out high flying. I know Washington's defense last time we saw them was absolutely sick, but yeah. uh, you know it's a new year and both offenses in this pass happy league are uh, going to be scoring some points. So I like Washington minus one in the over. This is tough for me. I'm going to go against the grain here, and uh, I could see Washington not gelling in their first game. Um, you know, due to a new quarterback, Ron Rivera. I know he's pretty solid coach but he's not an offensive like guru you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i could see it being like a 21 to 20 game and the chargers just winning 21 20 i just think i don't know washington deep it seems like it could be a game that's just gonna be fall in the trenches all game mm. and uh it's gonna be tough for big plays for the chargers which they kind of make a lot of money off of big explosive plays yeah they do so i'm gonna go with the under 44 and a half nice i like it next up maybe the um <laughs> the least watched game yeah. of the slate this year. <laughs> maybe the season, to be honest. Yeah, maybe of the season. Yeah. Jacksonville traveling to Houston. I mean, that, Trevor Lawrence is playing at least. I mean, we get to see that. But I'm good on Lawrence. Yeah. But, uh, oh, right, right. <laughs> I'm good on Trevor Lawrence. Oh, man. Thank God you guys won that Week 15 game against Cleveland last year. <laughs> we'll see, to be honest. No, no, oh, oh, come dude, on. Dude, I'm telling Bro, you. come on. I'm telling you, dude. I'm not yeah, even tell me all that. day. We'll see in five years. <laughs> yeah, we will. Dude. No, because we'll see next year. Uh, Baker Mayfield was the first pick. Allen was picked uh, sixth, and then I'm, everybody would take J- Josh Allen over Baker Mayfield. You know that's facts. Like I don't know. We'll see. I know. Uh, well, obviously, right now Lawrence obviously was the first overall pick for a reason. But Zach Wilson has a lot of potential. Like Tony Romo, takes with a grain of salt. Tony Romo. Two days ago, said he could see like Wilson being a top three quarterback in the league eventually. I know Romo is Tony Romo, but if his predictions are anything like his play analysis, then he's I guess hopefully he's spot on. We never know. We I just never know. I just think Wilson has. I really do think he has the best arm talent out of any quarterback in that draft. You do. Yes. You do. Madden has <laughs> Madden Madden has him ranked uh, fourth highest throwing power power in, in the video game. Just throwing it out there. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, dude! I but Trevor Lawrence—they compare this dude to 
to Andrew Luck to Peyton Manning. Like that's the level I get of prospect no, I get we're it. seeing. I, I mean, definitely get it. So if, if you could go back and lose that game to Cleveland last obviously. week, would you do it? Yeah. Obviously. But like you said, we don't know you until really the don't games know. are played. Till the, yeah, exactly. Until the games are played. Um, and I agree. Uh, Jacksonville is minus 3.5 at Houston. And I, something tells me that everyone, just knowing Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, it was Travis Etienne, obviously not anymore. I think that Jacksonville is the more talented team, but I think that everyone is just going to be hammering Jacksonville. And I just like Houston to cover for some reason. I don't know why. They're just very, very bad. They are. Like, very bad. They are. But their skills players aren't terrible. They have... Um, How did they cut Kiki Kute? Like, I know. That surprised me, too. Right? Yeah. Who's um, better on the roster at that receiver than him? I know. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is, is good. Uh, He's gone, probably. They have four uh, running backs that are exactly the same. They have Rex Burkhead, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, and I'm blanking on David the Johnson. other. David Johnson. Just all stink. Yeah. And just, well, Lindsay's actually solid. I, I do like Lindsey. Um, Tyra Taylor is, again, another solid starter. Houston's defense, I think, is going to really stink, like bad. Very bad. Um, but uh, also, Jacksonville's defense is not talking to me either. So. I like C.J. Henderson, though. C.J. Henderson's pretty solid their corner. But um, who do you have here? So you're going Jackson. No, you're going Houston. I like plus Houston to cover plus three and a half, yeah. So Week I, one is fluky. Yeah, like, I don't know. I I had the Houston before, before I had Houston plus three and a half. I just really think they stink, though. So they I'm going to kind of change it to Jacksonville minus three and a half. I think Lawrence is just going to light it up, Yeah. to be honest. And I kind of like the uh, I like the under. I don't like taking uh, over for shit teams. No. Oh. You're going to bleep it. <laughs> yeah, for bad teams. I don't like taking the under or taking the over. So I'm going to go under 44 and a half. And uh, I'd probably go with the minus 145 money line if I was to actually bet it. But uh, minus three and a half, definitely. I like it, yeah. Jacksonville. I remember last year... Um, like I said, week one is fluky, specifically AFC South. Yeah. Remember, Jacksonville went into Indianapolis or played them at home. I think they played them at home last year and won, and that was the only win of the season. Yeah. Week one is just really weird. All right, the time. The time <laughs> to discuss, man. Miami, my Miami 2021 AFC contenders. Dolphins traveling to New England. New England giving three. New England is favored by three. And I like the Dolphins to walk into New England and pull the upset. I am I am absolutely all in on Tua. I think that the Dolphins running back position is not amazing. Their weapons are good. Their O line is maybe the worst in football. You but, think so? Yeah, it's really bad. Um but their their defense was number one in scoring or uh points allowed last year. Up yeah, until week seventeen. Rams game was uh you guys killed them. Yes, yes. And, and it was like that all year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, very good you defense. know, I think that their defense got better. Their skills players got better. Tua has another year and I know it's preseason, but he has looked really good. <laughs> He's looked like left-handed Russell Wilson in preseason. So, um, but, wow. But all right. So we weren't, we weren't drinking before this. Yeah. yeah. Started out, <laughs> out there. That was, uh, definitely a bold statement, but I respect it though. Now is the time. Now is the time that we just get to roast the Patriots because yeah. as a Jet and a Dolphin fan sitting here, we both commonly hate the Patriots. Can we, though? Yeah. I think Mac Jones is... I hate to say it. I think he was a perfect fit there. You do? I really do. Really, dude? Yeah, I really do. It sucks, but he has a quick release. He's smart. He's a Belichick guy. He's a Belichick guy, and Saban loved him. Saban and Belichick, our boys, called him up and said, this is the guy you want. I'm, I'm pissed they got him at 15, to be honest. 
But we'll see. Let let I don't think he has enough talent to really be an elite elite uh quarterback. Agreed. Um obviously Tom Brady's Tom Brady is not replaceable, but I do think that they have some similarities in the sense of um you know, just Belichick's a great coach. I think I don't think he made Brady who he is. But um, you know, being with him for all that time I'm sure it definitely helped. So I'm sure that, you know, he's gonna be have a pretty solid career there, sadly. My my issue with the Patriots is um who the heck is he throwing to? I yeah. mean, they're both their tight ends are out. Nelson Aguilar is that shouldn't be one of your best receivers. No, I mean he's paid twelve million. Oh, John Smith's out. Uh, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry are both hurt. I don't know if they're out. For they're gonna, they're gonna be banged up all year. Yeah, that's why they signed him in free agency. Everybody was all hyped up. Yeah, like dude, Hunter. Henry, this isn't five years ago. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Henry's gonna play four games. Yeah. Johnny Smith, he was good in uh, Tennessee, but I'm not sold on him. So obviously, you got them plus three. Yes. Um. My take on it is... What about the, the defense, though? I mean, Dante Hightower and Patrick Chung definitely return. I think the Patriots... Oh, they're, he's still there, Chung? How uh, old is he? Yeah, I think he's still there, right? Is he? Maybe. Yeah, I think he... I don't even know. He, he, I was talking about him the other day. Um, He might still be there. He's been there forever. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Patriots will not be as bad as they were last year. No. They definitely won't. They're, no. They were 6-10. and 10. Uh, I think that their ceiling... I mean, Vegas has it as 9. Uh, nine they're over under really? total. Yeah, I like them to go maybe 8, 9, 9, and 8. Yeah. Um, that sounds right, but... Um, yeah, the floor is yours. I'm Miami. Money line, baby. I respect that. Uh, this is tough. Um, if Gilmore was playing, I would hammer I would hammer the uh, the Pats, to be honest. I think J.C. Jackson is a good enough corner to come out and, um, you know, have uh, you know a good replacement for him. But I don't know. Uh, it really all depends on Tua. I'm not really huge on Tua. I know he did solid in the preseason, and I'm not just saying this as a Jets fan. Who's hating hating on another young QB in his division? Uh, I just don't. I don't love the way Tua throws the ball. Um, I know he's a Russell Wilson protege, quote unquote, yeah. like people like to say. But um, I'm not super sold on him yet. I think that both quarterbacks are going to have um, some struggles in this game, playing against pretty good defenses on both sides of the ball. Mm. Um, you know, I think that Miami definitely has more weapons than they've had in years past uh, with Jalen Waddle. But um, I'm just taking the guy who's done it more times. So I'm just going to go with uh, New England minus three. Just due to the fact that it's in Gillette. I think Tua's going to have some learning curve still. He's still super young. Yeah. And I think Mac Jones just looks ready, man. Um, I know it's preseason. He's only going against second stringers. <laughs> but um, if anyone can get their guy ready for uh, week one, it's Bill Belichick. So true. I don't know. I'm just going to go with – I think they split. So I'm gonna go with New England here, but obviously I'm gonna take them, uh, take Miami when they play them in Miami. Uh, yeah, that that's actually one that even as a Dolphins fan going back years, when you the guys Patriots, you guys beat them a lot. Always in Miami, always. Yeah, like, you can lock in the. Dolphins that's what I'm saying. So I don't think you're gonna sweep them. So that's why right. I just I just got you guys. If you, it's if, fine. Yeah. As long as Tua plays well and you guys make it a good game, that's it. Sucks losing Week One, but you just want to see Tua do well if you Definitely. lose. We were there week one last year. You don't want to lose because of Tua. Exactly, yeah. You want to... That happened last year a lot. But. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, as long as Tua looks well and you guys are in the game and you don't make Mac Jones look like Brady, then you can keep your head high. It's, it's tough because as um, a non-Patriots fan, somehow, you know, when you're watching those games in Gillette, the flags somehow, some way, just seem to go a little bit more towards the Patriots yeah. whenever they're playing in Gillette Stadium. And I know even Patriots fans that I'm friends with will admit that. Safarian so Jenkins didn't fumble into the back of the end zone. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that BS. That just was it out crazy, there. bro. Just throwing it out there. I don't know if we would have won that game, but that was probably one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. I remember that. Just throwing it out there. Still that. sick about it. 
Uh, I like the Dolphins plus three as a biased Dolphins fan. It's one of my best bets. And the over-under is low, 43.5. I think I'm going to go the over. Um, I know that that's a really low over-under. Uh, the Patriots with Cam Newton last year loved to milk the clock and slow the game down. But um, I don't know. Something tells me that these two offenses are going to come out and not exchange scores by any means, but I, I think that they could easily, you know, 28-21 gets it done, uh, no question, you know. Uh, I'm going to go the under here just because the the uh, lack of experience by both quarterbacks, um, both defenses are very good. I could see it being a game where it's like 21-20 um, with, uh, you know, either one. I know I picked New England minus three, so that kind of goes against what I said. But um, I could also see it being 24-17, New England. I don't want to, you know, have Tucker choke me out here. But um, that would be my prediction for the game, probably 24-17, New England. All right, I like it. We got Cleveland traveling to Kansas City. Kansas City is minus 6.5, and and they are not one of my best bets, but I think that Kansas City minus 6.5 is just free money. Um, I forgot what the actual stat was, but something like uh, Kansas City covering last year 13 of 16 yeah. games. I mean, they are just so... They're literally in a tier with the Bucks of, like, yeah. better than any other NFL yeah. team. Yeah, thousand percent. Otherwise, like, they are so loaded. Everyone is in their prime. Like, yeah. Travis, Tyree... They're, they're locked home. up. Yeah, like, get out they're, of here, Yeah, bro. it's... <laughs> ridiculous. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. They, um... It's an arrowhead, right? It's an arrowhead. It's an arrowhead. I think they still have a bad taste in their mouth from the way that they performed against um, the Browns in the in the playoffs last year. The Browns mm. gave them a gave them a fit. I know Mahomes got hurt that game, so obviously um, that's why it was closer than expected. But um, I don't know. I'm not huge on the Browns. I do think that Baker is pretty solid. I don't think the resurgence of OBJ matters much. I think I'm not really a big OBJ guy. I think he's years past his prime to be honest. I, mm. I haven't even touched him in any fantasy leagues. But I could be wrong. He could come out and. And light it up. He has the talent. It's been four years. Though. Yeah, like, I just years, every year yeah. it's like OBJ is going to be good, and then yeah, just nothing. Happens, yeah. So it's just like I don't know. I'm, I don't really. He's irrelevant to me at this point. Um, I just think Casey's very good. Uh, one of my buddies is a Bills fan, so he always rags on the Jets. But I tell him like, I think you guys are just going to fight for runner up in the AFC for the next like five years. Yeah. So like I don't. I just don't see it. unless Mahomes gets hurt. I just don't see anybody taking the AFC from the Chiefs. From at the least Chiefs. not this year. Not this, Not this year. year. Yeah. But they're just so good. They're so good. Yeah. But you never know. The Pats in their in their dynasty, they, they had some years where um they got upset. Anybody right. could lose. Right. This isn't but, uh K D Golden State. Like it's no, not that no. But I just wouldn't bet against Mahomes, man. No, me neither. I think he's um he's gonna end his career with three to four rings, mm-hmm. to be honest. He's that good. And I believe the over under is the highest of the slate. I'd hammer the over. I would never I would never bet against the they're not, their defense isn't good, and the Browns could score. Yeah, that, these two offenses are, are very good. Top five in the league. This might be the AFC Championship game. It could. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, um, definitely. I definitely think so. I think that, uh, you know, the, the AFC is, I think, the most loaded we've seen it in years. I think that the AFC is loaded. Obviously, the Chiefs are in a tier of their own, but yeah. I think that those, like, two through eight is yeah. very solid. Like, yeah, like ridiculous. Very solid. I think the NFC, I think. It's just going to be Packers buffed again. Not to go off topic, but... Yeah? I think Rodgers has a lot to prove still in his last year. Talking about the last dance. I think he knows his last chance in Green Bay. So if he stays healthy, I mean, I know the game was kind of uh, score-wise. It wasn't um, as close. as It wasn't a one-possession game for the NFC Championship game. But take away that last-second idiotic touchdown that uh, Kyle King let up. Or Kevin King let up. Right, Kevin King? Yeah. 
And um, that's a way closer game. I mean, I don't know how you let Scotty Miller do that to you. And that just changed the tone of the game. They were down by 11 and a half, and it's tough to go back from that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that I think that they're very top-heavy, like you were saying. I think the AFC has way more range to where the NFC. I just don't see. Seahawks are good. Rams are good. They could, If Stafford plays to his ceiling, they could do well. But Packers and Bucks, those two just D-lines are nasty. Rams, Elite too. I like the Rams. I like the yeah, Rams. I like, they're my third team in the NFC, but... Mm-hmm. A lot has to go right for them, I feel. And losing Cam Akers just takes their explosiveness away. I'm not. I don't think Daryl Henderson's going to do much. And mm, I'm I'm big on the Rams. I think they win the NFC personally. Really, I love the Rams. Yeah, but the Bucks return all their starters, man. Yeah, they do. But I, I don't know if in NFL history we've ever seen the same teams play in the the like Warriors Cavs. Have we ever seen that the same teams playing back to back years? Oh, I know that two teams have like. There's been teams that have made I think it. Patriots Colts probably have. Back in the day, Peyton Manning, Brady. Uh, I'm sure that AFC happened. Championship. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm saying Super Bowl, like oh, championship. Oh, oh. Like have we ever seen? Because you have the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Chiefs, yeah. So then, yeah, you wouldn't pick the Bucks again. Yeah. Have we had that? No. I don't. I don't think the NFL's ever had it. If I had to guess, maybe back in the Pats, day, Pat's Giants was a few years apart. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, there's a first for everything. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. But usually injuries happen. That's true too. So yeah, yeah, we of course we don't know. This is preseason, but yeah, uh, yeah. Rogers can get Corona, freaking yeah, <laughs> NFC Championship game, different stuff, times yeah. in the NFL. Yo, yo. Uh, so I like Kansas City minus six and a half. I think yeah. that's free money. John does too. And yeah, we both got the over, right? Big time over. Yeah, that would take uh, me over. So we got Denver going to MetLife to take on the Giants. Giants are plus three and a half at home, and I we got to talk about this game or. we do um denver denver is a team that you heard the narrative all offseason about how they have everything but a quarterback and i do agree i'm not a huge believer in teddy bridgewater but i think that he is the perfect like bridge like alex smith in his prime like perfectly fine quarterback and for now i think denver that's all they need um I have seen more than enough Daniel Jones in my lifetime sure. for any NFL team to watch. Very I, bad. I just do not want to see Daniel Jones play football again. Yeah, um, I I'm think good that, on that. Yeah, Denver minus three and a half with those skills players, Cortland Sutton coming back, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, that defense is stacked. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of Giants fans maybe pushing this line up a little bit, but I yeah. think that Denver is for sure minus three and a half, like lock it in. Yeah, um... Giants are a weird team. Um, they played the Bucks pretty close for three quarters last year. They play hard. Joe Judge definitely lets, makes them play hard. Um, but I'm just not sold on them as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, three and a half is tough. If it was three, I would have loved to buy the half point and take them at minus two and a half. So if I was bet this game, I wouldn't touch them at three and a half. I, I think both teams are kind of comparable. So I'd money line them at minus 155. Um, Giants are a team that I honestly am not saying this or trying to, to talk about the Jets again. But I love the Corey Davis signing for three years, $36 million, way more than the Galladay for 15 annually. Um, that's a dude, Galladay has way more talent, but that's a dude who hasn't proven to stay on the field. You know what I mean? And I feel like he's kind of already shown his ceiling, where Corey Davis was drafted, what, fourth overall? I feel like he still has a lot to prove. I feel like he's kind of still like working through and like his potential hasn't been hit yet, where you kind of know where you're getting from Galladay. You're getting a guy who can make any catch, but when it comes to those catches, he... Who knows if he's going to be limping off the field after. He's definitely the better player. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. That's a lot of money for a guy. Um, you know, you have an injury-prone running back. Now you're getting an injury-prone receiver, and you're giving him a lot of guaranteed money. I don't even think he he might not even suit up week one. Who's that, Barkley? 
Go oh, Galladay. Galladay is questionable, yeah. It's questionable already. Like, week week one, that's going to yeah. be... Last year, Adam in fantasy, dude didn't play, like, all year. Yeah. I don't know if he just didn't play because he knew he wanted a big contract. I think that was it, yeah. But um, those guys scare me. And now he got his guaranteed money. Um, you play in New York, they're going to they're gonna want you to play. And maybe he comes back too early and gets hurt. I don't know, but that's not the problem. The problem is... I just don't think they're a good team. If you watch the preseason game against the Pats, that pick in the end zone was disgustingly bad by Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think Denver's defense, I think that corner they drafted um, is disgusting. I think he might even take Daniel Jones to the house on Sunday, good. to be honest. Bradley Chubb? Yeah. I, I got them. I got the Denver money line there. And then I, I'd go the under. I could see this game being like 20-14. to 14. It's 42 over-under. That's a really low over-under. Yeah. Wow. 2017 even covers the under. Yeah. I don't see the Giants put up points, man. Especially if, if Barkley is on a snap count. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I don't I'll take the over, but I don't love it. Um, yeah. But I, I think that... So, Kenny Galladay, I'm a huge Kenny Galladay guy. I think that when he's healthy, he is... Oh, he's disgusting. He's ridiculous. He's um, disgusting. Get any 50-50 ball. He makes mm-hmm. insane catches, but when you come down from that, say you get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, like, your body you use, it uses his body like so crazily that... That's how you get hurt. Acrobatic, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that when, you know, the two games a year that they do get healthy, Saquon and Galladay, that's yeah. going to be really good. Um, two games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so if it is, then I think the Giants could cover, but I'm going to take Denver. You like the Giants covering plus three and a half? No, I got Denver. Oh, you have Denver? Okay. Yeah, I would go with Denver. And I w- well, like I said, I'd go the money line, minus 155. Mm-hmm. I'm a big money line guy if it's if it's that close. Um, but my, minus three and a half and then money line. Nice. For sure. All right, so we have um, next up Green Bay, the biggest soap opera of the offseason, traveling yeah. to New Orleans. New Orleans is plus four and a half in the dome. And this is one of my best bets. I absolutely am all over Green Bay minus four and a half. Um, I think that the Saints are not the Saints. Like, people think that, you know, we're going to come out and the Saints are going to be another 10, 11 win team. They, this year, I'm telling you, they are not. They're the Patriots of last year. I think that they're going to suck. There's no Drew really? Brees. Yeah, there's no Michael Thomas. Yeah, but, Their defense is tough. But, yeah. like, I, I just think. Oh, that, no, Mike Thomas is true. Yeah, I think that the Saints are going to literally win like seven games. And I think that people love the Saints. They think they're really good. Green Bay minus four and a half. Give me that all day yeah. long, dude. I want to agree with that one there. I definitely <laughs> would bet against Mr. 30 for 30. Um, Jameis, famous Jameis, famous Jameis. Yeah, thirty for thirty. I remember he did that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have, like I said before, I got Jones in both my fantasy leagues, so it might not be a great day for him, to be honest. I know the Saints D line is pretty good, but I do see Green Bay getting up and uh, keeping the lead early. So I think mm-hmm. they're gonna pound the pound the ball all day. Um, I don't think that Jameis. I think in other games against shitty defenses, um, <laughs> bad defenses. Uh, Jameis is going to light it up and have some pretty good days. But any time in his career that he's facing elite defense, secondary, he just turns the ball over. So um, I'm going to go Green Bay minus 4.5 very confidently. And um, the over-under is 50. I think I'd hammer the under, to be honest, mm-hmm. just due to the fact that I don't see New Orleans keeping up with, uh, keeping up with Green Bay. So I would say my final score prediction is uh, Green Bay to cover 28-21 and the uh, under hitting my point. I like it. I, I'm going to go the over. I think that some team on the slate has to put up 40, and I think that Green Bay does. Um, yeah. I think that it, this could seriously be Green Bay 42-14. This honestly <laughs> might be my favorite bet. Green Bay minus 4.5 might be my favorite bet of this season. The, I think everyone's taking that, though. I don't know, though, because it's in New Orleans. I, it, that's the thing is, like, the dome, but I just, Jameis, 
Yeah, James Winston, Winston. James Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No other words, dude. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers versus James Winston. Aaron Rodgers is four and a half. Aaron Rodgers is beating James Winston by five points. Like, yeah, nah, yeah. I, um, I respect that. I might take them, to be honest. I might bet them right now. I love that spread, <laughs> dude. Uh, so I'm taking Green Bay, and the over John Don is taking Green Bay and the under. Yeah. And next up, we have Andy Dalton's Chicago Bears. Yes, I said that. Uh, is going to the Rams. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites. This is the Sunday night game. And um, if it was Justin Fields, I think I would take the Bears. I think that the Bears are what they always have been with Andy Dalton, which is a ridiculous defense, offense, and quarterback are terrible. But then you plug Justin Fields in there, you never know. But if Andy Dalton is playing this football game, I am taking the L.A. Rams with 7.5 for sure all day long. Yeah. Um, I think that Aaron Donald is going to give Andy Dalton nightmares. Yeah. Uh, I'm honestly disappointed uh, in the way that Dalton played as a backup last year for the Cowboys. I know that their their line was pretty bad, but uh, to get benched for Ben DiNucci... I mean, that's that should never happen. Cooper Rush, yeah, and Cooper Rush. Like these dudes, they don't even sound like real people. Sounds like he's making pizzas in a Bronx in a Bronx uh, pizza parlor. But uh, I definitely like you know the Rams seven and a half. I'm not even afraid of a backdoor cover here. Uh, I think that if they try to score in the last two minutes, they'll just get picked off or something. So I think we're both riding minus seven and a half there. Definitely interested to see Dalton. Um, I think they're smart for letting him get murdered by. The Rams defense and the letting fields play week four. I think he's probably going to be the starter by week four, to be honest. Mm. And the over-under is tricky to me. 46 and a half. My biggest worry is the uh, the Bears just not scoring points. Yeah. I, I know the Rams will be good to score at least 20, 28. 28 points. Yeah, at least. But the question is, uh, can, the, can the Bears score 20? Mm. I don't know. I could see it being like 28-17. And, uh, yeah, to be honest, I could see it being like a 28-17 game. Mm-hmm. Just I I have uh, on a side note I have Allen Robinson in fantasy going against Cooper Cup in a matchup one of my bigger leagues, and that's the last two players we have. No, oh, that could be it, dude. Nah, I'm gonna be pissed because <laughs> he's gonna get he's gonna A Rob's gonna get clamped up by uh, Jalen by Jalen. I hope he might beat him for a few, but he's not gonna put up a crazy game. And Cooper Cup's gonna go off. I feel just because I'm very high on Cooper Cup. I think he's a very good talent. Hopefully, you know, I don't like wishing injuries, but maybe you know, tweak an ankle, miss a quarter or two, come back lottery. next week. Win the lottery. Yeah, come back next week and be healthy. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> You hope that if he does get hurt that he does the right thing and takes the rest of the game off. Yeah, sure just, you know, healthy. tweak the ankle, come back next week, right, and, right, you know, right. when I'm not playing, you be healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, I think that um, Matt Stafford to the Rams is maybe the most underrated uh, acquisition of the offseason. I really think that Matt Stafford is going to put that team over the top. It's not being talked about enough, I feel. It isn't. No. It's weird. No. I think Roger stole the headlines. Yeah. I th- yeah. yeah. Um, That's really what it is. And other things. But Detroit, people need to understand that for those 10 years that Stafford was there, Horrible. those defenses that he had Horrible. to play with, like, oh my god, Dude, gosh. his running backs were, who's that bomb? Javid Best. Javid Best. Reggie That's Bush? Reggie Bush. Like, what are they doing? Come on. Remember they had man. that streak for a couple years where they didn't have a 100-yard rusher for like four seasons yeah. in a row or something crazy? I, I don't think there was a draftable uh, Lions running back forever. For ages, bro. Never had a lot draftable Lions running back. Theo Riddick? Theo Riddick, yeah. Bums. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of the other ones. But yeah, I, I really think that Matt Stafford puts the Rams over the top, and I like the Rams. I've said it on record, even after the Acres injury, I, I'm going contrary, and I like them to win the whole thing this year. Um, so I'm on the seven and a half and the over. John, you were going seven and a half and or for the Rams and then the under over. I'm going to go the under because I think it's going to be at 28-17. 46 and a half under. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. I like it. So the last game of the slate is another one of my best bets. Baltimore going to Vegas. Vegas plus four and a half at home. And um, I I truthfully think that the Raiders could suck this year. And I think that they dismantled their offensive line, which was like one of the decent yeah. parts of their team. Uh, and Baltimore is just... I know J.K. Dobbins breaks my heart. He was my third round pick in one of was my he? big leagues. Yeah, he breaks my heart. I'm but. on the reverse. Like I don't wish injury upon anybody. I made a joke before. But um, I drafted Gus Edwards right. in one of my big 12-mans. Oh, there you go. So obviously that gives me like a freaking high-end RB2. It's automatic. Yep. Like automatic. He's getting picked in like late third, like mid-fourth rounds. Mm-hmm. And I have Tannehill as my quarterback. So I ended up trading uh, Gus Edwards and Galladay to a Giants fan in my league for A.J. Brown. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I'm Damn doing that every bro. day. Though. That's all day. Right? Dude. Good stuff. So, that, it helped me out. But, obviously, I would never wish injury right. upon, right, <laughs> upon right, anybody. Right, right. But Gus Edwards, people in my league were complaining, saying that, you know, you got trade killed him. But um, I don't think so, to be honest. I think that at the end of the year, uh, that might end up being a pretty uh, solid trade. If they don't bring any, I know they brought in Lev. I'm not sold on Le'Veon Bell. No, me neither. So, I think Gus Edwards is good. He's had 700 yards in the past three seasons. Um, if they let him be a workhorse, why Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I think he can definitely run for 1,000 yards. I mean, and last time we saw the Raiders' defense, I mean, my gosh. Bad. They, they are just... I, I think that Very Lamar bad. Jackson could legitimately rush for like 400 yards. Not, not no, really, he might have 500 <laughs> total purpose Total yards. yards, yeah. I mean, the Raiders' defense is just terrible. I... And in Vegas, because it's in Vegas, there's all those Raiders Vegas fans. They love to bet the home team, and I think that four and a half, like, give me that every day of the week. Baltimore minus four and a half. Uh, this is tough for me. Long. This is tough for me. Oh, uh, the Ravens are definitely the better team, like for sure. No question. Yeah. For sure. No question. But the Raiders are weird, man. Raiders are weird. They are. They show up some games. They they, they upset the Chiefs. They, they play did. the Chiefs tough in Arrowhead. Um, in Arrowhead. I could see this being a game that the Raiders win. Uh, really? Yes. Week one Monday night fluke? Just some crazy kind of stuff. Yeah. Just the atmosphere in Vegas is, is big. I'm not a huge Lamar guy, to be honest. Mm. I think he's I think he's going to be a guy who is very good for a few years. But when you rely, like, I know it's overplayed and it sounds corny, but when you rely on running that much, it catches up to you, man. Um, His throwing is tough. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not pretty. He has a, he's no. a pretty deep ball, though. He has a pretty good deep ball. But on those third and longs, third and 12, do I trust him to make a nice throw on and out? I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, so if the Raiders play with energy, um, if they can, you know, Derek Carr, sometimes he's very good. So if Waller can have a field day, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. How is uh, Patrick Queen? Is he good in coverage? Uh, yeah, he's he's a baller. Good. Um, so, I honestly don't know too much about Patrick Queen himself, but I just know that he's a really good football nasty. player. I don't know if he's a run stopper. Or, uh, I know he I don't know what he does against tight ends, but that's going to be probably the X factor. If Waller can get going... This is a game they can compete in, but if there's no Waller, I don't think Henry Ruggs is good at all. No, me neither. I don't not huge on Ruggs. I don't me know neither. why they took him yeah. as the first receiver in that draft. I mean, Completely time will agree. tell, but um, they were probably hoping for their own version of Tyree Kill. But people need to stop doing that. No, no, no. He's he is not good. He is like by far the fourth receiver out of the last yeah. four receivers to come out of that program. Um, but their new stadium, I've seen it in person. It is pretty. You mad. see uh, Al Davis's house. No. Or not Al Davis, Mark Davis's house. No, no, no. It like looks like the stadium. It's oh, like does a it really? $15 million house. Yeah, wow. it's sick. It literally like looks like the stadium. And then I would take the uh I think the Raiders can put up points. Their defense is bad, but um the Ravens defense is good though. That's what I'm saying though. So I think they could put up points though. So I could see this being like a 31-24 game. Um I've 50 and a half. 
Yeah, so I, I think I'd take the over, to be honest. Mm. My final score prediction for this one would probably be 32... I'm going to go 30-27, to 27, um, Las Vegas. I think it's going to be 27-27. 20, 20, wow. I think I could see them winning on a late field goal. You like Vegas money line? I wouldn't bet it, um, but I... Going crazy, I'd say yeah. Why not? I'd say why Monday not? nighters. Week not my one. money, but your guys' yeah. money. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch, touch it. But week one Monday nighters are weird, bro. Yeah. They definitely are. Yeah. Um, so no. I like Baltimore to cover, and the I'm gonna go the under. Um, just to be contrarian, I don't really yeah. have a good feel for it, but I'm gonna go Baltimore and the under. John Don is gonna go Vegas covering and the over. And that is going to conclude our week one spread picks. We thank you guys so much for listening. And, John. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Anytime. Go Dolphins, go Jets, <laughs> and do not go Patriots or Bills. Anyone nah. you want to plug any of your boys on here? Uh, Potts, if you listen to this, um, I really think the Packers are have a drama queen at quarterback. Uh, Joey, he's a Texans fan. Oh, my gosh. Dude. He likes to clown me, but. I mean, I think anybody would take the Jets' future over you guys, to be honest. Uh, Mikey's a Bills fan. Josh Allen's going to regress. Thanks for paying him all that money. Um, and, yeah, no, that's about it, to be honest. I'm not going to clown the Dolphins in front of you out of respect for having me today. But, uh, yeah, Jets money line. Jets money line, baby. All right, we'll see you guys in the next one. All right, guys, that is going to do it on the show today. Had a good time with my friend John on that one. And we get to watch some football tonight. Cowboys Buccaneers. Hope you guys enjoy the game and we will have a show tomorrow. Take care and enjoy some NFL football for once. Let's go, baby. Take care.